All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. (laughs) What is that look on your face? Don't know. It kind of looks like, like. Cute little girly. I was, I was, I was rocking out to the clicks. <laughs> Welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. What are the Three Nose, Jason? There are no rules, no plan, and no safety net. Oh, and we got to start. There we go. Oh, look at that. Get a Dueling. Something, something. How you doing, Mike? I'm not so bad, Jason. How are you doing? Oh, I'm living. Living the dream. Living the dream, buddy? No. No. no? Oh. Closer to a nightmare than anything. <laughs> At least it has, what what could possibly have gone horribly awry in the last 24 hours since I saw you last? <laughs> well, no, I'm that just, mean, does I'm just talking of, in general. Oh, in general. Okay. I was going to say, wow, you've, you've lived a life no. uh, since last night. So. No. no, today's been fine. Okay. Uh, you know, I had to go work on the house a little bit more, but most of the work is done. <laughs> so I helped out for an hour or so, but I did next to nothing. Nice. Put in a, like 10 boards of laminate flooring. Okay. And that was it. That's all I did. Does that make you the like the next Brian Baumler? No. No? Oh, okay. No. I did way more when we did our basement floor. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just most of the work's almost done. And while well, I work, Crystal works, we don't have a lot of time to get over there. So. Yeah. I got you. <clears throat> but they've had help, lots of help, which is greatly appreciated. And. Well, maybe not lots of help, but they've had help. <laughs> Whether they like it or not, huh? But getting closer, I think. Uh, then they're going to become millionaires. <laughs> well, maybe with today's housing market. Just saying. <laughs> though, though there's, there's something that has uh, led me to believe that the bubble might have collapsed. Really? Really. The, down the street, block and a half, two blocks from my house. There's half of a duplex that has gone unsold for the last week and a half. Really? I'm just like, but it's a half of a duplex. That's I I know, but different. They, I'm just like, that's a bit of a different game there. Uh, but a lot of them are just buying them to rent. I know. So, I, I it's hard to say. That does that does sound odd? Yes, but. A, a few people that I know that follow the real estate uh, market around here and whatnot uh, have all they've they've all mentioned that they're thinking like for another four years of this. So fantastic! I'll be retired by then. Uh, <laughs> I'll be sitting on a gold mine. Maybe yeah. Maybe you can get in on the, under the wire at the end there. <laughs> I just seriously doubt that's what's going to happen, but. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know. You never know. Never say never. <coughs> Again? COVID. No. No. Okay. Uh, no. So you got you got the you got the laminate down, you got the the yeah. the fence painted and the the deck yeah, the decks even the they had to rebuild the steps on the back deck and that got painted today. So Wow. Yeah. It's it's there's so, plenty of lipstick on that pig. Say. <laughs> Just got to gussy it up a little bit. Just Not a too little much. Bit, a little bit more, and uh, I think they'll be ready to put it up. And there yep. you go. Let's see, what, so, see, what, see how it falls. This is your, your brother-in-law and sister-in-law? My, my, yeah, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law are doing most of the work. Right. Uh, right. His parents have been helping out. 
Um, I think he's had a few other people over. Chris and I have gotten over one weekend, but not a whole lot happened in there. So, are they contractors? No, or? no. Well, guy, yeah, my brother in law, he's he owns properties. He's, oh, okay, okay. He does um, DIY home rental work all, yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah. So, you know, he he knows he, he knows what he's doing for the most part. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that's, that's reassuring. You know, it's it is DIY work, but yeah. you know, it, it's not horrible well, by you're, any means. You're not doing major structural oh he's had to reinforce floors and jack up the back porch area and he has had to do some of that they had to raise the floor up in in a few spots sagging yeah okay yeah he did have to do a lot of that always fun yep they put and they put in a whole new furnace at that house because that house had only a wall furnace in the center room Oh, that's not enough. No. That's, that's not nearly enough. <laughs> so they put in proper ductwork and got a little furnace in there, and yeah, so. That's it. It's it's really weird because I have fallen into the rabbit hole on YouTube of this this real estate rental uh, broker in New York City. He goes around and shows you all these different apartments in New York City. Okay. And the one that he showed was $1,000 a month it was that sounds cheap it was he said it was the cheapest smallest apartment that he has heard of that's for rent in okay. new york city the the it's euphemistically referred as a studio apartment okay um it was 10 feet by 9 feet that's a closet. Yeah. That's what it's, it's a single bedroom. I don't even think it's a single bedroom because there was a, he he was bringing another real estate agent around and this guy walks in and he goes this is a walk-in closet. Yeah. And you, the bathroom there was a toilet, it was communal bathroom uh, and shower. Okay. So you had to leave your apartment to go down the hallway. Okay. The the toilet and sink was in one room, and then the shower was in a separate room. Oh, geez. This was $1,000 a month. Well, that might be all. You're not, that's not an apartment. That is, you're renting a room. That's renting a room, not an apartment. I refuse to. Euphemistically, <laughs> it was referred to as an apartment. No. And it's I'm a just single like, freaking room. Oh, my goodness. And my understanding is there was three more just like that one within that hallway that they were in. So basically, somebody had taken an old brownstone and carved it up into separate rooms or apartments or something like that. Which, when it was... Oh, it was probably a rooming house. And now, in in today's day, they they just renamed it. Right. You're better off. Thinking about it, you're better off going to one of those, uh, the Japanese capsule hotels. Yeah. Because at least you know you're getting into what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. And with some of the things that I've seen, you don't even have to rent the capsule. You can like stay in the lounge area at these capsule hotels. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't, if if you're not afraid to sleep in the public. Right. That kind of thing, they can they they've got these big line like lounger chairs, and you can <laughs> sleep there for the night. And yeah, well, that's what they do because a lot of the the, the salary men 
like I said, by the time they, they leave work, they go to the bars that they're supposed to, to get drunk and all this. They're way too hammered or anything to get back on the right train to make it back home and then make it back the next day. So they just find a chair and crash. Crash. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where a lot of these capsule hotels, why they sprang up is to mm-hmm. facilitate these these uh, salarymen and their, their uh, lifestyle, I guess is how you put it. Right. So... Hmm. Interesting. So, and they said they have, uh, they're segregated, male, female. Okay. And I would imagine the female capsule hotels probably smells a lot better. Well, most likely. So, <laughs> in general, that's usually how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling from the experience of when I was dating a girl years ago. She was living in res at uh, the University of Windsor. Okay. And the res was segregated, male, female. Right. So you would have all the females on one floor and the males on another, and then you <laughs> alternate like this. Okay. The girls' floor. Potpourri. Potpourri, fresh, like, like ah, all right. You go one floor up or down. Gym socks. It's like a pigsty. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's a locker room. Let's let's go back to your lounge area is because... <laughs> I'm dying down here, but it was it was a learning curve of to sure like I now appreciate my own house. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've heard many stories at work from some of my female coworkers about the state of the one of the women's bathrooms at our work. Okay. Um. More so back when everybody was in the building, because they, they think they had it narrowed down to one culprit. Oh, no. But there's apparently a, a, a woman who would use the bathroom fairly regularly, and it would usually be destroyed. <laughs> like, they're not sure. They think she was trying to hover. Oh, no. She was she's must like a germaphobe, so she didn't want to touch, so she hovered. Oh, that's just like a shotgun blast. Yeah, that's, that's the stories I've heard. Well, on numerous occasions, yeah. with uh, at my work, we have a sanitation position. Basically, he cleans up everything. Housekeeping, housekeeping, and you have to go into the women's locker room to clean and yep. mop and everything. And there's been a couple times where I've done that job. Okay. And you stand at the door and you yell in, make sure there's nobody in there. And even when you're in there, you're just going like, this is just like enemy territory. And when I worked at the bar, I would have to, I clean the place. And yeah, it was always a little weird going into the women's. It was, it was, even though I'm I'm all alone, there's no one coming around when when I'm there. You know, luckily, I work mostly day shifts, so the odds of having an emergency in a bathroom didn't come up all that often. Yeah. Um, so at night, maybe, but that wasn't, I wasn't there. Yep. So <laughs> not my job. Not my job. I don't know, like and if per- I came in in the morning and I found something left like that, like, they oh. fucking heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I The first time I walked in there, I went, how come they got a coach? Then I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, I want a coach. <laughs> You get coach. Yeah, but uh, see, I was at, uh, this was E.T. Gators days. 
Oh, okay. And they had a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The women's didn't have a TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Get stuck watching their stories. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Get nope. back to work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have uh, uh, we have women who do our the housekeeping at Tech Savvy, and yeah, they knock on the doors. Which can be a bit problematic because yeah. a lot of times when I go on break and whatnot, I got my headphones in and I'm uh, listening to something or I'm watching something. And if I take in my time and if I can't hear them, there's been a couple of times I've I've flushed the toilet and I oh no, <laughs> I hear them running out the door. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm I think done. It's happened like twice. Right. You can come back. We're going. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, it's a little awkward, but yeah, eh, it's it's bound to happen. Like there, there's been a couple couple occasions where we've had one of our one of the female do the the housekeeping, and okay. she had to go into the, the men's. men's. And Did she come out shell shock, thousand thousand yard stare? No, basically <laughs> because shaking. There's there's so many guys. It's almost impossible for for her to get in there when there's nobody in there. Right. So she would have to pick like the least traffic heavy moments to get in to do some of the cleaning. Like there's always somebody in there. Right. And she's just like, I got to do it. See, at our work, I think yeah. they follow like a, a time schedule. Yeah. It's a lot. It's different now because of the there's less people, so yeah. they can tight they they got to spend more time wiping down door handles and everything all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the bathrooms don't go on the same schedule. But when we were running full tilt with no problems, it was like every two hours, and it invariably would happen on my break times. Yeah. <laughs> well, so with ours, our, you have a bunch of guys like the lines. Um, are pretty standardized when, okay, like their rotation. Yeah, you like hear this. the buzzer, away you go. Yeah. yeah, and then you have some guys that work offline who are just like they can go wherever they want, whenever they want, kind of thing. And then you the, you have guys wandering all over the place. So when it comes to, when it comes to one of the one of the ladies having to do it, she's just like. Well, charge! Charge! You gotta <laughs> strap your helmet on a little bit tighter, and away you go. But it's just one of those things. Yeah, like I said you you have you have males and females in the same building, and a job has to get done. Somebody's got to do that job. Yep. And now I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Okay. Uh, when I when I covered for the, uh, my warehouse guy, yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago, yeah, I covered for like a whole week, yeah. So that, that that other warehouse, it's an old building. Okay. Okay. So the office area that's off to the side from the main warehouse area and the bathrooms one, it's old. Old and decrepit. Nice. Like one step up from the first Saw movie. <laughs> old and decrepit. Like rusty yeah. and dirty. Yeah. And because housekeeping doesn't go over there. No. There's no need. There's one guy in the place. Yeah. He okay. probably has a very sp- his familiar toilet, and yeah. he takes care of that one. So now, okay, fine. Urinals are there and whatnot. No problem. There's a toilet there, sure. But I was all alone. I'm going to go in the old women's bathroom. Oh, look at you. Because it's still stocked. They have to. Like, yeah. it's still there, you yeah. know, like, and it's still operational. It looks exactly like the men's, only minus the urinals. There's an extra toilet along that sidewall. Well, what do you <laughs> think was I know, good? I know, but there's no couch. <laughs> 
or anything no. like that. <laughs> okay, back back in the day, probably when that bathroom went in there, they didn't believe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> women need a little comfort sometimes. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I used the women's the women's toilet a couple times just just because. <laughs> the only time I've I, I've had to use the women's toilet at our warehouse is because we have one men's washroom and one women's washroom. And if somebody locks the door in the men's, we have no washrooms. Jeez. Oh, there was one day, there was, it was a dire bathroom emergency. And I go and I click, the door's locked. I'm going like, oh. I look over and, and the Is there wind, somebody in it? There's somebody in it. Okay. So I'm just like, I look over, the women's door is closed. They tend, they close it and lock it. And I was like, I ain't going to make it. And I went over and I reached for the door handle on the women's and it opened. <gasps> went, hallelujah. <laughs> went in, <laughs> closed and locked the door. And I, they said, I did my business. And I went, I got a lot more room in here. <laughs> a lot more leg room. More room. Stretch, stretch out. out. <laughs> ah. Soft music. Yeah. Slight hint, a slight hint of like a, a, potpourri. Of potpourri in the yeah. air. Yeah, okay. It kind of gets rid of all the steel dust and uh, chemical smell that they're See, pumping they, in. They, the they got it good in there. Yeah. They, they got did. it good. Said I, I Must have been in the contract. You guys got to work harder. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But they said I, I stayed in there. I said, I wrecked that toilet. Just like, <laughs> there you go. Was the toilet vomiting afterwards? Oh, it was just like, this is not what I'm used to. I was like, that's right. No, 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 no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was just like, uh. And then I come out, and there's a couple guys in the, because the bathrooms are kind of attached to the lunchroom. That kind of thing. I come out of the women's bathroom. They're looking at me like, what? <laughs> you could do that? <laughs> I go. It was an emergency. It was an emergency. There's no women on shift at the right now. I went, but, <laughs> but you could you can you could do that? I went, well, I did. They said there was nobody around to ask permission. And they said, I really didn't want to poop my pants. So Yep. I was like that door was locked. I couldn't get into to do do my business. But you could do that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They're so fascinated. It's just like I I didn't know we could do that. It's you just, could do anything it's you just want. Another door. I know. <laughs> but listen, that would that's one of the things we're like we're doing a big expansion at, in the warehouse. And they're looking at putting in a bunch of new work there. And we're looking at adding maybe like. They better add more bathrooms. That's like, That was exactly, <laughs> that was one of the things. I go, uh, how many people are supposed to be coming down here to do these jobs? Oh, upwards of 20. I went, we have one bathroom. Yeah, time one. to get another one. Yeah, one bathroom. If that door gets locked, we got none. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, uh. We should probably do something about that. Yeah, yeah. Put that in the budget. Put that in the budget. And then I'm just like, oh, they're going to put one more at the other side of the, the warehouse. At least there'll be another bathroom. True, but they're like at the, they may as well be in the North Pole and in the South Pole when it comes to. So now, you, now you're just being nitpicky. You want another bathroom, they're going to give you another bathroom. That's true. 
I should just, <laughs> just thank my lucky stars. Appreciate so, what you're getting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so there was. A, well, what you might get. You don't know for sure. I, I have point. no idea what's coming. <laughs> so it could be just a hole in the ground. There you go. It's like, oh, thanks. Here's the new bathroom. It's an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oddly enough. One, uh, a couple weeks ago when I was on afternoons and I had to go to the washroom. Click, doors locked. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not good. Then I went, wait a minute. I do remember that the contractors that were working on the other side had a porta potty. <laughs> Haul my ass across the uh, the warehouse, <laughs> made it to the porta potty, went, ah, I feel like a king, my own. What? Mm, I. No, a porta potty, not quite kingly. At that particular point in time, the way I felt. I get the uh, the, any uh, port in a storm thing, but (laughs) kingly? I don't know about that. Uh, Okay, me. The odor alone usually kills it for me. Might have been a little hyperbole on my part. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But at that point in time, it was just like. This is the greatest thing I've <laughs> ever done. So <laughs> I have very immediate goals sometimes. Hey, no, I, when you have an emergency and you got to go, you got to go. Yep. Yes. It, that, that's, that's high priority. And yeah, it can, <laughs> the final result can be, feel pretty damn good. Yeah. You said you're just kind of fast, fast step into the. To the break room and you stiff arming people out of the way. Move back to when I uh, when I was covering for the warehouse guy. Yeah, I was stuck on that forklift for like two and a half hours in the cold before I finally had a, even just like a ten minute break yeah. and another truck coming in kind of thing. I had to piss so bad. <laughs> I sprinted. Yes, I sprinted. You're on a truck. You could have drove. Not to, I can't get to the bathroom. I have there's oh. there's a there's a good twenty to thirty feet gotcha. that has to be taken on foot. You could like, but I literally sprinted. lift stuff and put it out out of the. That way. would take too long. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you like a little forethought. Like I have to make sure I have a clear path, so you get. Oh, the there shit is a clear path, the just way. not with the forklift. All Anyways, right. I sprinted. I got there. I heard angels weeping. <laughs> there was an angelic chorus. <laughs> <laughs> this is fascinating talk. This is just. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't anybody listen to the show? I don't know. I I think I got an idea. Oh, I've got I got I've got some notes here. <laughs> Let's let, let me move on here. All right. So, do you want to hear like interesting and stupid, or do you want to get you want to want me to get to my a couple angry notes? Uh. Let's start with an angry. Okay. And then we'll 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 we'll, we'll Okay, this angry back. note this angry note's going to lead to another conversation that okay. we're going to have. It's so going to circle we'll back to there. another one? It, it's not even going to circle back cuz we haven't even started there. Whoa. Okay. So, um and if this is going to start with WandaVision. Okay. Okay. So WandaVision drops on Friday fr- would drop on Friday mornings like midnight, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Falcon Winter Soldier did too. Yes. Okay. So at work, limited access on some websites and whatnot, okay? Okay. which is understandable, blah, blah, blah. But just when I open up like our homepage or whatever, boom, I got msn.com, okay? 
And I, and I generally go through news he- headlines on that website. That's where I get a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five hours after the show has premiered. Okay. Both the- WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right. All right. Five hours. There's already fucking spoiler articles. I bet you those were already in the chamber and they're just waiting to pull the trigger on them pisses me off because okay. now a lot of times the the headline yeah doesn't reveal enough but you know you click on it, it you're gonna get spoilers but okay? you know it's a clickbait article i get that i get that but sometimes the spoilers in the fucking headline it's unavoidable well okay Again, we're talking hold on hold on very short time it's totally avoidable just don't go to that website. It pops up as soon as I open my browser. You know that it's going to do that, right? I can't get around it. You have to look at MSN News. It pops up. No, it, but a lot of times it's right there on the front page. As the when the page loads, then I click my links to get my into my work pages and stuff. Okay, do you know what you do? You put your hand on the screen. No, I shouldn't have to do that. They oh, should I'm have a modicum of, 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 I can't think of the right word here, decency. To not post spoilers five hours after a show dropped at midnight when a large portion of the audience isn't going to be watching it yet. MSN don't care. Yeah, obviously. Fuckers. I, I, I don't understand why you, you, you have to rail against them because you know, you know this is happening. I know. Yet it's unavoidable. It's totally avoidable. No, it's not. Avert your eyes, you fucking filthy animal. Look I up. have to look at the screen to, to get look. my links open, and okay. it's right there. Do you know Bam. Where, you know where the links are, right? You know where the links are. I have to but, you know find where, them. I have to hit drop menus and find them. Okay, you know where... You know. Hold up a piece of paper. That's, no, that's too much fucking work. Wow. When they should just be be decent and not post fucking spoilers that quickly after a new show drops. Again, they are a news company. Yeah, bullshit. They are a news company. They generate business by clicks. Some people want to read. Some people... Oh, it may come as a shock to you, Jason, but some people probably don't have Disney+. Plus. And they get their their takes on these shows by the news that MSN puts out. Why aren't you empathic to the people that can't? They're not fans. How are they not fans? They they don't have Disney Plus. They're not watching it. You're gonna you're gonna base so your you're, entire your so entire. You're, so you're saying that me as a comic book fan am familiar with these, and if I don't wish to. Get the rest of Disney Plus, but I want to get the news. If you want to know about the show, watch the show. What if I don't want to? There's people out there that don't have or want to pay $20 a month to Disney just to watch a show that's going to last nine episodes. But really, you, Realistically. If you want to watch rea- the show, no, you watch the show. Realistically, it, it's a very small portion of time on that on that platform and if somebody like has has done the time to cost analysis and they're like, nah, i can get the information somewhere else 
like MSN news. That's not, you're not appreciating what they're putting out. You're not enjoying oh, how, it. How are There's no not? way you're enjoying that. Well, who are you to judge what somebody enjoys and doesn't enjoy? I'm me. <laughs> I can't, okay, I can't defend that argument, damn it. But if, still, it fucking pisses me off and it drives me nuts every fucking Friday. This sounds like first world problems. It is, absolutely. So, And you know what? Cheers to first world fucking problems. <laughs> so about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Wasn't it fucking awesome? That was great. I It was such, so thematically different than WandaVision. Absolutely. Which is no surprise, really. No. There should uh, no, not no. have been any surprise yeah. at that. Uh, especially first episode versus first episode. There's uh-huh. like... A, the only thing they don't match match at all. No. The only thing that matches MCU. That's the only thing that they have in yep. common. There is is there even a thread outside of the the the, the glitch or whatever they're calling it? The no, I there was there did not seem to be any correlation between WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. Honestly, there shouldn't be. No, 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 no. Other than they were on the team together. Right. And Trying to figure out the timeline of when WandaVision happened and when this is happening. Well, WandaVision, they had determined it was like within weeks of the return. Of Okay. Because yeah. they mentioned that with Monica Rambo's character. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they implied it had been a few months at that point. Okay. But they're also talking about the, the people that disappeared that had disappeared for five years. Right. So you have like... Five years plus. Yes. That kind of thing. Right. So. And that's that's one of the f- most fascinating parts that's really standing out to me. Yeah. Is we got a small taste of the the effect and the reaction that the blip had. Mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier is giving us a lot more of that effect. The whole, like, the going for the loan thing. Oh, the rules have changed. We got all these ex- more people now and all this. Like, yeah. it's it just um, how badly... And how messed up it has affected society. A more human interactions, a more right. human connection to, like, it was this. They adjusted the system with all those less people, and all of a sudden, those people came back. Yeah. They can't just flip the system back. No. No. That's <laughs> so definitely. They got, used to, they got used to having half a billion people gone, and then half a billion people came back. There's more than that. I think they said half billion, but I or five billion. I can't remember they, the number. There's, they did throw a number out there. There is seven, roughly seven point something mil, billion people on the planet now. Okay, so half of that we will we'll say three billion. Yeah, whatever. I know they threw the number out there. Yeah. I can't remember ex- the exact number they yeah. said, but three billion and change. Yeah. of people disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> and then came back, and then that 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 lone guy. Fanboying over him, but then saying, "Well, you don't have an occupation, and yeah. well, I've been gone for five years." Yeah, that that was, that was rough. Yeah. That was really rough. Anybody that's ever had any dealings with a bank is just like, "Yeah, they're assholes," and they're just 
The dude is the Falcon. He yep. has saved the Earth a couple He's an times. Avenger. He's like, an Avenger. You, you wanted selfies with him. Right. <laughs> right. I, I did like, you know, it's like, didn't Tony Stark pay you guys or something like that? No, it didn't work like that. <laughs> it never has worked like that. And it's never been clear how they were funded. Like, Tony did pay for a bunch of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Supplied them with the base and all that stuff. Sure. Gave them tech. Sure. But yeah, they don't. They're they don't make a living off of no. Tony. Well, the, like <laughs> said, Tony's money. That 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 was touched on in the comic books when Tony became the head of Shield, and they're talking about setting up when they're they're talking about the fifty state initiative or, or something like that. Like after the Civil War, Tony's team won, and they were setting up these. Trained Avengers. Each state was getting a set of Avengers. Okay. And they were getting training and paid and medical. Like they, but they became like an extension of a military force. Okay. And they were getting paid f- with taxes. Oh, okay. So there was that aspect of how Civil War, um, kind of changed how superheroes were looked at, like where they got the money, how they right. they did all these other things. Like Spider-Man's proof positive right there of like, he's a superhero. He saved New York time and time again, and he can barely make rent. Yep. So. Yeah, we saw that numerous times in the comics and right. in other aspects. Right. So you take the mask away. The human inside the costume or the person inside the costume has very real outside world things to deal That's with. That's actually a major like story point in the Spider-Man video game that I played because he's working with Dr. Octavius. Well, they get their, fu- their funding gets pulled and well, he can't pay him anymore. Yeah. And so I think Peter was going to get a job doing something else on the side and all that. Like, yeah, they they delved into that. Yeah. And that's an aspect that I don't remember seeing too much in, in comics. No. There was one of the, one of the comics was um, Stark was going after people that have stolen tech from him. Okay. Like, however, however they've gotten their hands on Stark tech, he was going back and taking it back. Well, they're going after a couple of Spider-Man's... Uh, Bad guys. Okay. And Spider-Man decided, he goes, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hang with you. And Tony's trying to get, trying to ditch Spider-Man and Spider-Man's got, you can't lose me. I can do this all night. (laughs) Stark's like, fine, whatever. So they have a discussion about uh, Spider-Man's web fluid and Stark is going like, you're sitting on millions of dollars. If you patent this, you'd be a millionaire overnight. And Peter, well, Spider-Man's going, I can't. I can't do it. And Tony goes, because if you patent it, you reveal yourself and every, everything changes. Spider-Man goes, yep. So he's like... So this is before the unmasking? This is after... Because in Civil War, he unmasked. He unmasked, but there's some timeline magic bullshit that uh, okay. erased who, who Spider-Man... Everybody knew 
Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Okay. And then I, there was some weird stuff happened where everybody forgot <laughs> okay. that Peter Parker was Men Spider-Man. in black. <laughs> right. It, it was just a giant neuro whatever the thing is. And I was logging into an app or something, uh, and I forgot my password. So I did the forgot my password thing. They sent me an email, and it's yeah. a it's a it's a picture of Will Smith from Men in Black. Yeah. Oh, you forgot your password? Did one of the Men in Black use their flashy <laughs> thingy on you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but no. But like you said, they're they're talking about how much money that Peter Parker, as a chemist, could have made mm-hmm. would would have solved. All of his problems, yep. except that he's Spider-Man. Right. So, <laughs> Spider-Man's not about to put one of his things out there. Right. You know. Because, oh, yeah. well, he said even the spider trackers yeah. that he has, that's amazing tech that only, who's that? What do they want? My wife. Uh-oh. She's at work. Oh, I was going to say, did she know you snuck out? <laughs> She's at work. <laughs> No, the uh, there there's a bunch of people knew who Spider Man was, Wolverine being one of them. Right. But it, it was it was just that interaction of where the X Men get their money. Okay, Xavier, Xavier had the place to live. Right, right. But you tell me he was feeding all those people and Well, um my I I believe Xavier, when he was dating the uh, the Shi'ar queen, uh-huh. and I think she like dropped a bunch of cash in his lap. <laughs> That's the only. He's uh, got a sugar mama. He's got a sugar mama. Well, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So there's there's never really been a good solid explanation as to where the first time I think I can ever remember. Anything comic book related where they mentioned that was Blade. Hmm. He starts reading the bodies and he goes, We, we ain't the mother from March of Dimes. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think bankrolls this operation? Well, he said, For for the X-Men, I know the Shi'ar Empire, um, the Danger Room, Cerebro, and the Blackbird. That was all that has Shi'ar tech. That's yeah. all Shi'ar tech. So that's that's where that right. stuff comes from. But basic living expenses, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know. I know their costumes. The ex costumes were considered or were called un- made from unstable molecules that came from Reed Richards, right? So maybe the Fantastic Four was kicking Xavier some uh, costume stipend. Okay. Uh. We have we have these costumes. They fell off the back of a truck. Right, right. <laughs> but don't forget, don't forget, Charles Xavier is the, a mentalist, so he could probably trick some old ladies <laughs> in upstate New York, the rich part of upstate New York, fork over a couple can. Like, yo, you're getting ready. To, you're getting ready to kick. I remember me. I'm I'm your long lost cousin. Getting into the will. <laughs> Everybody's like, what? So maybe it's plausible. That's like the darker side of the X-Men. Nobody wants to go dig deep. No. But every once in a while, you just look at that and like, maybe, maybe. So (laughs) 
You don't know. No, you don't know. You don't know. You like said Wolverine. He was a Canadian operative for a long, the longest time. Yeah. So he he was probably getting paid by the Canadian government. Yeah, but that's only worth like half half of its value in the U.S. Nothing. Half, half of nothing is still true. (laughs) True. So (laughs) he may have been getting paid in Canadian dollar. Canadian goes to an American bar and he's throwing loonies at the bartender. Or they said you, he gets paid in Canadian tire cash, much like a Romanian stripper doesn't know the difference. I was there one night when that announcement had to be made. Are you serious? I am dead serious. They, wow, yeah, oh wow, somebody had the balls to somebody do that. Somebody had the balls to tip one of the strippers Canadian tire money. Holy shit, they, they catch the person? I'm assuming assuming after the fact, because I didn't see the fight happening. Oh, <laughs> so, Wow. I was like, yeah, that's balls. That's balls. <laughs> so. so back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, they gave us that that eye candy early on with that awesome Falcon scene, the chase Where he's the ironing helicopters. His, ironing the shirt. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. going, Oh, he's Iron Man. He's got an iron. He's Iron Man. He's gonna be <laughs> Falcon's gonna be Iron Man. <laughs> no, the stuff with the helicopters. Yes, oh, that's not the one. And the first spoiler that did get ruined for me in a headline. Batrock. Yeah. I didn't know he was gonna be there. Nope. I had no idea. I saw that headline. Motherfuckers. It was there for that. He had about the same amount of screen time. Oh, he had he plenty had of screen time. Captain America. And he was gone. He'll be back, though. How is he going to be back? He got away. Oh, I he, don't know. He, if he got, got knocked out of the helicopter, and you saw his uh, flying squirrel suit open up. He got away. All right. So you'll see him again five years down the road for, <laughs> no, uh, I think for, a, five, for a five-minute cameo at the start of... I'm wondering if he's not that mysterious guy with that black mask. No, that, that's Flag Smasher. That's somebody totally different. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never heard that's that name. Right out of the comic I've books. never heard that yeah. name, so... Yeah. It, it's... It is it is a a straight up Captain America okay uh, villain All right. same and I said Johnny like at the very end of it uh-huh. I was like oh, they're doing it so, yeah who is that I don't know him. Johnny Walker okay U S agent U S agent okay I thought will so. will be U S right. I thought so I thought that's the direction they'd be yeah. going but I wasn't one hundred percent when so. when they did that but who's the actor who is the actor um. I think it's Wyatt. Wyatt Russell. I, I saw so. his name in the credits. I believe that's Wyatt Russell. I, I've only I've always ever seen him with a beard, so I didn't recognize the jawline. I could be why you didn't recognize him. Yeah, that, that, I guarantee it is. If that's him, I like Wyatt Russell. MDB. He's really been uh, coming into his own. Well, yes, yeah, that so when he was in uh, Goon Two, uh-huh. and it was like that. He really caught my attention. With uh, with that performance in Goon Two, and I really didn't know who that was. And then you you were telling me about him. I was like, "Wow, 
I can't remember what the other thing I saw him in that I really liked. I want. I think that was him in Overlord, which okay. was uh oh shit, guy who did Cloverfield. Oh, M Night Shyamalan? No, no, Abrams, JJ Abrams. Yeah, yeah, he did Overlord, uh, which everybody thought was connected to the Cloverfield universe, but there was nothing in that movie. But yeah. it was a cool, like, basically it was like Black Ops zombies kind of situation. Yep. Yeah. Wyatt Russell is uh, John Walker. <laughs> okay, cool. So. Yeah, I did not recognize the John because I've never seen him without a beard. Yeah. <laughs> He's got he's got the hero's jawline. Oh, absolutely. So he's got a wide face. He does. The beard hid that. Yeah. See, I, mean, just, I remember looking at him like he's got he's got to play Thanos without prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> Missed his call. <laughs> fucking agent must have been on the can when. The, ah, ah. Damn it! Damn it! No. Um. That when when they when they. When they trotted out John Walker, that to me, listen, opens the door for Steve Rogers to come back. Well, there were those rumors for pretty heavily, and then Feige recently in an interview shot them all down. But is that a red herring? Is uh, that yeah? See, like if you're if you, if you're doing John Walker U.S. agent. You have to have Steve Rogers come back to 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 foil. But that'll USA. be that'll be how though. That's <laughs> that's where you stretch it because right. the only Steve Rogers on that in that world right now, now in that world where on that show yep. is the old Steve Rogers, the old man who gave him the show. Yeah. That's the only Steve that's there. there. Yeah, there like there it, it is definitely a corner that seems the that they've painted themselves to when you look at when you take the comic books into consideration when you look at what's going on here you're just kind of like uh how do we do this? Yeah, well, and, see we, we I have faith, okay? They they have not steered wrong yet. So it's just, we just can't see what they're doing. It may look like they've painted themselves into a corner, but it's a, there's a blind corner going on. Yeah. 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 We're not seeing our trap door or I'm, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not worried about the outcome of this, but I'm like, when I look at, at first blush, I go, okay, you intro, you introduce the new captain America. It's John Walker. John Walker in the comic books goes nuts. And becomes bad guy. I knew about U.S. Agent. I think he had briefly had a series, and I think I probably grabbed the first couple issues yeah. or something because yeah. that was at the area where oh, number one, gotta grab it, kind of yeah. thing. Well, see, the problem is when in the comic books, uh, Captain Steve Rogers gets fired. He becomes nomad. John Walker. He was nomad. Yeah. I collected the Nomad comics and I was digging it, but I did not know who he was. And when I was reading it, they never revealed who Nomad was. Yeah, that was Holy Steve Rogers. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was Steve Rogers. Oh damn! And he had a he ran around with a baby. Oh, uh, you're thinking of the different Nomad. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay. there there was there was a different like okay. Yeah, so there there was two Nomads. There's two Nomads. Yeah. All right. That's so okay. The, so the, okay, it wasn't the Steve Rogers. No, 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 no. I remember a baby being involved. Yeah, that was 
Uh, that was. Uh, there was rumors that it was, was Bucky. That? Yeah, I was. I was gonna say that was Bucky, but Barnes. he didn't have the metal arm that I recall. Man, it might, it might I, have been. Uh, it's been way too long. I just know I read like probably a however a ten issues or whatever. No yep. maybe whatever it had or might have had. Uh, but I just don't. I don't remember them ever revealing who he was. <laughs> to the Google machine. <laughs> I and I really found it fascinating as well that they okay the show's called the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we never see them together first episode at all. Well, no, because they're they're, they're both dealing with their own shit, right? And then we they're with the Flag Smasher thing that's going to dovetail them together. Okay, so. Nomad. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. And um, no Sharon Carter yet, damn it. That's coming. I know. That's coming. Oh, I know. Uh, okay. Alternate identity for the original Captain America, Steve Rogers. Uh, in Captain America 180, the, identi- the identity was revived by uh, Demitus, Jack Monroe. That wasn't Bucky. Okay. So that the character's name... Um, was Jack Monroe. Okay. Other claimants of the code name are Ricky Barnes, Steve Rogers' adopted son, Ian Rogers. I have no idea who the hell that is. Nope. So first appearance, Steve Rogers, Captain America 180. That's where he becomes Nomad. Okay. Um, that was in September 1981. Holy shit. Jack Monroe, Nomad, number one, September 1981. So right in the, that same room. Secret Defenders. Uh, wow. Notable aliases, Bucky, Scourge, uh, Jack Barnes. So, huh? yeah. So it might have been Bucky as well. At some point, at some point, but this Jack Monroe, okay, is the one that that's you the one that I saw, right. yeah, or I right. read, yeah. Hmm. There you go. They got so many of these those types of characters because they they started getting into like the uh, the knockoff versions and whatnot. Yeah. So and now whether or not they play with them in the MCU is going to be interesting. We do have a movie called The Multiverse of Madness coming up. I know. So <laughs> who knows what that's going to lead to that, oh. other than other than uh, the rumor is still holding that Deadpool pop, might pop up in there at some point. Right. And Deadpool, the only character that Deadpool respects is Steve Rogers, Captain America. Really? Really. Okay. I there was I a, never knew that. There was a team up. Captain America and Deadpool. Okay. Teamed up in the comic book. All right. Hey. Wrap your head around that one <laughs> that, for a little bit. Try to wrap your well, head around Cap's that. got the patience to, to put up with him. Right. He's about the only person who does. Yeah. <laughs> but and is that why Wade would uh, would respect him? Right. Because <laughs> be, be, Wade Wilson's a military guy. Right. Captain America, Steve Rogers, was the military guy. Right. So there's there's that respect there. Okay. Like, I don't want to know if it's really mutual respect, but Deadpool respected Captain America, listened to Captain America, Steve okay. Rogers. All right. 
And Cap was like understood Deadpool at a different level than what other people. I'm thinking it's a PTSD thing. Probably. Cap really, you know, Cap feels for that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, he, he never he, talks he, about it. You know, he deals with his yeah, own. He so. probably really understands the damage that's been done to Wade Wilson. Right. So he's like. He may not understand just how far that damage has gone. Right. But, but he, he can knows. Under, he knows, yeah. He can see the signs. Right. So he's he's trying to be a guiding hand, a mentor to okay. Deadpool to like, like you need, you can't do. I might have to try and see, see if they have that collected somewhere. Yeah. This, this is an aged cap too. Oh, nice. So there, there's, there's that kind of okay. interaction where like. Old man. Old man, stuff okay. like that. And Cap's going like, you can't. Do that, and Wade's like, "Oh, I'm got to. I'm going to try and find that. There, I, I want to read that. I've read some interesting, uh, like snippets of it. Okay. I was like, oh, this is, this is really cool. This is very different, and it's it's a an angle of Captain America that you're not not used to, right? And like he he's aged, but he still has." A lifetime of experience, and like he's he's dropped five to seven steps, and his strength is gone. But he still has that tactical mind, mm-hmm. and he like he can point Deadpool and like grab Deadpool by the scruff of the neck and point him where he needs to go. <laughs> and go, that's <laughs> about it. So, <laughs> but it, it's one of those. It was like that when I heard that, I was like. That is like a real bold move. And how do you get two completely disparate characters yeah. working in the same direction? And whoever did the writing for that one did a great I, job. I'm definitely going to be looking yeah. that up because I want to read that. So back to Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's, well, yeah. it's MCU. It's gonna, it's, happen. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I did. I was I was really surprised at the first time we got to see Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and oh, that was free. I was just like, "What is going on here? Did he go bad again?" And then at first, I'm thinking, "Okay, he's on like he's just on like a revenge spree or something like that." Right. Right. And then you find out, oh, oh, flashback. Flashback, yep. And then Edie Falco as the psychologist, that is a fantastic poem. Oh, you're going to write now? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you're okay. going to the notebook? Oh, okay. This is the way it's going to be. So passive aggressive. It is. It was so, <laughs> so fun, that interaction. Mm-hmm. And they said, are you having nightmares? No, I'm fine. I think we've been doing this long enough. I should know when you're lying. What? <laughs> the part that really, really, really perked up my ears is when she said, I was in the military. I've been there. Yeah. I know. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, she's not just a psychiatrist. No. Yeah, she, she's she, got history. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look at, we'll even go back. Uh, I'm going to pull from MASH. You have the uh, Dr. Sydney. That that psychologist that would show up at the oh yes yeah oh Uh, you're yeah you're getting into the the one episode of Mash that I can never forget. 
I, nobody can forget it because we all got a little PTSD <laughs> like I'm off getting, of that. Yeah. Just thinking about that episode of MASH. But the Sid- chicken. Yeah. Sydney comes in in and out of that that mash. Yes. And like, well, yeah, that kind of stands to reason that they're going to send psychologists and psychiatrists and counselors. A military into psychiatrists. These. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when Edie Falco says, Oh yeah, I served, it's like Okay, she probably wasn't front line, but she probably had to deal with enough guys. It's awesome shit. Right. Yep. So it it the tie-ins, the little tiny tie-ins make this a broader picture mm-hmm. that they're really like with WandaVision, they they hammered home the magical aspect of this. Yes. With this one. Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're hammering in the espionage military aspect of these guys. Right. And we're learning a lot about the the depth of these guys and what they had to go through. Exactly. Yeah. We're getting we're getting that elements of real life feel kind of thing, you know? That we're out we're getting their their real lives outside of their hero lives, if yes. you will. Yeah. That and that that's brilliant writing. Yeah, but especially when we meet Sam's sister. Yeah. We're going like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She was pissed that he was blipped away. Right. Like, like he could control how, it. You know? how, how dare you yeah. have this happen to you uncontrolled and leave me alone to deal with the family business? She's bitter that he got blipped away. You would and, not expect and, that. And I think she's bitter he came back. And it's just trying to take over trying after to, she's trying held to things fi- together. Air quote, fix the problem. Whereas she had five years. Yeah. And a plan. Like she's like, she had an exit plan because it was, it was to the point where she needed an exit plan. Mm-hmm. And then Sam comes back yep. and tries to re re up, rewrite the, the, the apple cart. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, the damage is done. We're moving on. And he's like, no, I, this is mine too. And I won't allow it. <laughs> she punches him. How? <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep talking, but don't hit me again. <laughs> yeah. That was like, that's a brother sister yep. interaction right yeah, there. But so. that's a reaction you would not expect someone to have. You know, no. your long lost family member was gone for five years. They're back now. You were happy at first, but now you're just bitter about it because. But if you listen to the way she talked about it, Sam left to join the military to fix those problems. So Sam has a history of leaving, coming back, leaving, coming back. Right. So Sam leaves for amount of time, comes back, sees what's going on, tries to fix that immediate problem, then takes off again. Mm -hmm. And that problem is not completely fixed. Yeah. So she's pissed off that he comes back to to fix air quote fix the problems that he really doesn't have the depth of knowledge on. Mm-hmm. And then and then he thinks he does. He and thinks then he it does. Blows up he, in his yeah, face. He he does the hero thing where he goes like, "Oh, I see. This is the immediate problem. I'm going to punch it in the face." But there's all the stuff that happens in the background and. They get turned it's down weird. on the loan, and, and she, you're going to keep fighting. Go, yep. yep. <laughs> well, it's a, the, 
she, Sam's sister, like I said, she has her family that she has to look after. Sam is trying to save nostalgia. Yeah. Whereas she's like, has very, very real issues that she she's has already to came to grips. She's ready to move on. Right. Right. Like I said, this like, I can't do this anymore and I'm moving on. She's, she has a plan. She's going to execute this plan. Sam upsets the apple cart that he just turned right back up. So yep. he, he, he's coming. It's a, it's a weird dynamic and I think it's working because Sam's leaving again. Probably. Yep. He has to, because you <clears throat> yep. look at the, the, like just the structure of what we're looking at, what's going on here. He's come back. He has to go. Yep. He has to go. So when he goes again, the whole thing starts over again. Yep. So how how do you how do you fix that? It's, it's a cycle. Yeah. And it, it, that's It'll a be cycle to Sam. See how it plays out. Yeah, it's a cycle Sam has initiated. Yep. Even before the blip and everything else. So this is an old family wound. And we're just walking into yeah. like the middle of it. And we're just like, hey, what's going on? Oh, this is ugly. That kind of thing. So yep. it'll be fun to see. And where it's that gonna goes. be nice to, to see that because that's the type of stuff that helps to break up the high action, the high espionage. Right. Yeah, you know, they they, they do well at blending that stuff. Right. So you 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 look at like air quote the mundane aspect mm-hmm. of hero life. Yep. That's Sam, like, Sam's tied up into this. Uh, Bucky, not so much. Yet. Yet. But there's there's enough where, like, Sam, Sam is going to have both, like, a, a boot in each camp, and that distraction is going to hurt him somewhere Probably. along the line. Yep. That, that's, something's going to break. Right. So it, it, it's multitasking. And we all know multitasking never ends well. No. So how how they play this out is going to be interesting. Very few heroes have been able to successfully pull off a separate family life. No. Very no, they few. haven't. Very There's, few. There, I can't off the top of my head. The only one who was pulling it off that we've seen was Hawkeye. And that's because Fury helped him bury that shit. Right. So. Right. Um, which was still some made for some great story stuff, especially after that reveal in Age of Ultron, and they they went to his house and all that stuff. Yeah. When him and uh, Widow are are driving in that car in Sokovia, and he goes, yeah. So I'm thinking about knocking out that east wall in the dining room, <laughs> opening it up to space. Well, this is while they're in the middle of a fight. Sure. <laughs> sure. But you also have to understand it's Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that. This is this is water off a duck's back as far as they're concerned. So you know, I, I liken it to maybe you know, uh, Flair and Steamboat wrestled so many times together that they're no. probably just exchanging roast beef recipes yeah. in the middle of a match. Oh, <laughs> well, that's probably true. How'd you make that? How'd you make that guacamole the other day? That's great stuff. <laughs> you want to go back to the Holiday Inn after this? Go get a beer. Yes, <laughs> of course. What are you thinking? <laughs> What other so, yeah. notes you got? Or are we still know we still uh, no, on? That, I think that book covers. Well, every okay, we there. did we did see uh, 
the introduction of Flag Smasher. Yeah, again, I'm not familiar with the character, so I know nothing. Yeah. I was, honestly, I was thinking it was just, it was going to be Batrock the Libra again. No, that, like I said, there, that is a, like, right out of the comic book. Okay. Um, he is a terrorist like that. Basically, he wants to see the the destruction of nations and okay. stuff like that. So, that's, dig this up here again. So where did he get his buffness? That's a good question. Is that, is that from the comics as well, or was he just a terrorist? Like Flag smasher. Maybe skilled, but no abilities. Yeah. Um, they, one of the girls in one of the trailers, the girl with the freckles, I can't remember. Yeah. I, I think I only watched one trailer. Yeah. I think to me that in the comic books, there's a girl with freckles. Her name was Sin. She was the Red Skull's daughter. Okay. I, you know what? I think I heard her name attached, like that character attached yeah. in some way. So Sin. Because supposed to be dealing with the remnants of Hydra in some way. Right. Sin was dating... Uh, Crossbones. Okay. So I'm playing with the idea that Flag Smasher is Crossbones. I know, but... He kind of got blowed up. I know he got blowed up, but did we see the body? That's true, but he was already horribly mangled to begin with. Right. And then he got blowed up. Yeah, this is this is I, turning I into a Jason Voorhees situation. I, I, I didn't say it was a, it was a, a solid theory. Okay, but right. yeah, okay, uh, okay. Here we go. Flag Smasher is a name used by two fictional super supervillains appearing in American comic book published by Marvel Comics. The original was most often a foe of Captain America, while the uh, other. Adversaries of Flag Smasher, including Punisher, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, Runaways, uh, Libertines, and Deadpool. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. You want to play with Deadpool. You want to play. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, a group called the Flag Smashers appeared in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. Uh, a group called the Flag Smashers appears in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Disney Plus series Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Their leader is a female version of the character uh, named Carly Montague, portrayed by Emily Kellyman. Okay, so they're spoiling that. <laughs> they're spoiling that much already, right? So, they, all right, this is this is that might maybe that was brought up in trailers or something. Right. Again, I only watched I think one trailer yeah. on purpose. So, yeah, Flag Smasher. Okay, here's this is that's. That's what Flag Smasher looks like in the comic books. Okay. Yeah. Nothing like No. So No, that the the Morning Star hammer thing is That's how you <laughs> smash flags. I guess. Uh I yeah. So it's it's one of those I I I, I don't get it. Flag Smasher powers. All right. Does he have he obviously had super strength. He's got super strength. You don't, like a normal person can't kick a guy and he flies 20 feet across no, the street. No. Uh, do, do, do. Okay. 
According to this, the biography on Marvel.com, after Carl Monty, who loses his powerful ambassador father to violence, he becomes Flag Smasher, a terrorist... uh, a terrorist that exposes the harmful nature of multinational or of nationalism. He leads a well-equipped organization, Ultimatum, which supports his cause. According to this, he has no powers. Okay, so they're deviating from right. the comic origins in some way. So, all right, we'll figure that out. If it is crossbones, they better have some. Some magic. Damn good excuse there. There is a movie coming up called The Multiverse of Madness. I know, but, well, yeah, timeline-wise, we don't know where that's going to fall. Right. So that's really going to fuck things up. Right. (laughs) This is going to confuse the shit out of everything. That's right. (laughs) Remember all those guys that you liked in the first 10 years? Well, they're back. I feel like this is Marvel's answer because... In all honesty, if they if they do pull shit like that with this movie, yeah, they might be able to pull it off and make us enjoy it, right? But because it, it's making me think of how many times has DC revamped their universes? I I believe <laughs> you're comparing apples to oranges when it comes to your production companies. When I, it comes oh, to, I know. So the uh, they so they they pulled off time travel relatively well in Endgame. Yep. As much as I am like, ugh, fucking time travel is just <laughs> that kind of thing. It worked. Um, DC, on the other hand, has not had a good track record when it comes to no. time travel stuff. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do a time travel. That That's where... Things exactly what does multiverse entail, right? Alternate universe is sure, but does that mean you can also fiddle with time involved with that? You know, in, in, that's where it gets in the fuzzy. definition uh, like of the multiverse, everything that could happen happens simultaneously along each uh yeah, it's, part of the it's multiverse. essentially uh when you have a decision to make Whatever result or whatever decision you could possibly make creates an alternate universe. Right. Yes. Right. So you get to a the, yes or no answer creates two. Right. And uh, so on. Go to an intersection. Yeah. Straight left or right. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, it, it is a gigantic can of worms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. So how they how they pull this off? This they have the Marvel Bible. Somewhere they have the story figured out. Mm-hmm. When you start mixing Stephen Strange and Wanda Maximoff, Chaos Magic versus the Sorcerer Supreme, hey, yeah, yeah, you, you get Deadpool pop out of a portal. <laughs> well, why not? Sure. So could could Captain America come back? Sure, could. Yeah. All depends on the timeline, right? And it all depends on the timeline they land on at the end. That's true. Of multiverse. That's true. Where do they end up? It might not be the real world. No. Which could be interesting. Right. Because Marvel has already dipped their toe in the multiverse with a bunch of different 
Yeah. The storyline. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. play with that a little bit. And I'm right. kind of hoping that we get some. I've always wanted a little bit more connection with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We got a little bit at the beginning. We had winks and nods here and there early on. Yeah. You know, Nick Fury was in the like, second episode. He, yeah. he made an appearance. Uh, we had Sif uh, from uh, Thor popped up yeah. in one episode, uh, which was dealing with the after effects of Thor Dark World. Okay. That episode. Yep. Yep. Uh, they were, the, they were sent to clean up the mess and they found an Asgardian battle staff that if somebody, sure. or I think it was a staff, some sort of weapon yeah. um, that it, when a normal human used it, it put them into a blind rage. Sure. I can so, see that. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> there was another Asgardian there who it was, it was like the weird kind of casting. Like that's an Asgardian really kind of yeah, thing. Okay. I can't remember the guy's name, but you would recognize him if you saw him. I could be wrong, but I feel like it might've been, do you remember Porky's? Yes. Peewee. Oh, wow. I feel like it might've been that actor. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I, I could a- be wrong. It's been a long time, but yeah, the last <laughs> time agents of shield had any sort of even direct reference at all to the MCU as we know it yeah. was, Infinity War. Their shit's going on. Their cataclysmic event is, is about to happen. Like they're trying to stop it. And they're, are you seeing what's on the news? Do you see what's happening in New York? Yeah, but we're busy over here. Oh, they, they, they referenced that uh, there was a sh- something happening in New York. Yeah. And that was that uh, Thanos' ship, the Black Order ship, uh, there. That was it. That was the last reference to MCU proper. That was the lightest brush. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like they had, well, they had the Nick Fury thing. Then uh, after the first Avengers movie, they were, they were picking up pieces there a little bit. So we got a little bit of reference from that and Hydra with winter soldier. Yep. As winter soldier came out, Hydra was revealed to have taken over shield in the show. So we got yeah, to see it from that aspect too, and that was directly connected. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, yeah. But beyond that, they fell off. But <laughs> they went into an alternate timeline right. situation. Well, which was resolved supposedly at the end of the finale. <laughs> Put a bow so on it. Wrap it up. In that, that. So give me, give me some of the Agents of Shield characters. Yeah. yeah. Even even if it's just in passing, you know. Oh, you say hi to Fitz and Simmons on your way by. You know, that, um, you know, stuff like that. That's yep. what I want. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to your... Other notes? Other notes. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So I showed you that little video clip of the truck jumping yes, over yes. a creek. Yes. Okay. So that's a YouTuber. I'm not going to say his name. I do not want to promote this idiot. Okay. <laughs> but what got what it brought to my attention was it was a news article that said a YouTuber is surprised when he posts videos breaking the law and he gets hit with 18 charges. <laughs> well. As you saw that video clip, I, yeah. right? He posts many videos like that. Incriminating himself. Incriminating himself. And then he wonders why he's surprised when he gets charged. <laughs> well... Welcome to the idiocracy. <laughs> so that's all I. Uh, that's all you I can really say. Openly break the law on video, yeah, yeah. and then you're surprised when you get caught. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you moron. Yeah, there's like there's a in the same vein. There's like a, a 
a couple TikToks that I've seen where there's there's poli- like police are doing a split screen or something, and this one guy goes, "Yeah, the cops never look here." If you, you know, like he said, if you got this, you pull this off in your car and like his, and it shows the cop writing it down on his notebook. <laughs> keep coming, keep coming. <laughs> oh, there, yeah, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, so <laughs> places to hide, shit. places to hide shit in your oh, car, and the cops go like. Oh, all right. (laughs) But this just goes, and it goes in what happened on January 6th. How many people have they arrested because they posted freaking selfies and videos while they were storming the Capitol? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, these people are stupid. (laughs) The idiocracy. (laughs) It's calling of the herd. (laughs) We need a calling of the herd. (laughs) Some would argue. We need a blip. Yeah. So. (laughs) Or a purge or... Ooh, something along those lines. Well, I, after our, our discussion last week with the whole zombie deer thing, I have not started <laughs> prepping yet. I'm gonna, I gotta work up a list. I won't be prepared for a purge until I have that ready too. It kind of yeah. goes hand in hand, you know. So I should well, start prepping though. <laughs> you, should, you should start the prepping. That would definitely be uh, in your favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, may the odds ever forever be in your favor. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I've never watched. But you know that line. I know line. that line. It's just... <laughs> See, I, uh, I, I, I'll admit, I've read those books. I've seen the movies. I've read Harry Potter. I know. So, uh, you know, yeah. so, but I read those books once. And it was when I was at Transcom and I had a lot of free time. <laughs> and I watched those movies once. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think I've watched, I watched the first one. I think I watched half of the second one. Then I saw the one where they they were on fire and riding in chariots, and I'm like, nope, that was her dress. Oh, okay, it was her dress. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was a dress. Yeah, I was like, why are they on fire? Why are they being pulled in a chariot? Because like, okay, Uh, it was because she's from the mining district. And so coal was a thing. So Uh, fire and her dress. Her dress had the illusion of catching fire. Is that the name of this episode? I think it was. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, the movies were good, but that's definitely a series that did not stand up to the books. The books definitely had more to it that made them a little yeah. more interesting. I can see that. So... All right, let's get angry again. <laughs> well, maybe kind of, sort of. It definitely pisses me off, but it also kind of sickens me a little bit. Are and you this s- this comes to the old man yelling at the clouds again? Kind of, sort of. All right. So I asked you the other day about Ramstein, your Ramstein history. Yes. Yes. Can, do you know the story, can, or can you explain the story from? I think it's 1998, um, where the lead singer and the Blocking. keyboardist, yes, got arrested yes. for indecent something. They simulated, um, at, at, as of, they have before, mm-hmm. they have simulated um, Till having anal sex with Flocky. Right. Till would wear a gigantic fake dildo. Right. It's... Obviously fake. Right. That kind of thing. Right. He would simulate. Cartoonish. Cartoonishly fake okay. kind of thing. And because at the end of it, um, 
Till would air quote ejaculate as two guys. I've seen uh, the making of documentary where there's two guys manning a pump <laughs> with like a big bucket of of whatever this white substance is, <laughs> furiously working the pump to get this as Till is spraying. <laughs> for easily minutes of his air quote ejaculate. Peter North who? Peter North who, exactly. <laughs> so somewhere, I, I believe it was New York State, um, there was an undercover detective in the audience, sees this, calls it in, and they instantly get arrested. Flake and Till go to jail. Flake's like, I'm noping the fuck out of this the second I can get out of here. So they get sprung. Flocke instantly gets on a plane and heads back to Germany. Yeah, they got if I if I read correctly, they got like a $25 fine or something. Right. Like it wasn't anything super it, serious. But but they got arrested. They got arrested and thrown in jail. Right. And Flocke is like, "Nope. I'm too pretty for this. I am not. <laughs> I am not part of this game." And it scared him like literally to death and he got on a plane and he flew back to Germany and they couldn't find him because when he got bailed out, he, Flocky disappeared. He went instantly to the airport. Nobody knew where he was. <laughs> he like dropped off the face of the planet and showed up back in Germany and they're like, holy shit, how'd you get there? That kind of thing. <laughs> he goes, I live here and I'm not leaving. <laughs> So okay, that that is that ugly uh, okay. ugly story. So I I bring, I reference that. Yeah. Did you hear what happened at the Grammy Awards two weeks oh, ago? Oh, that would be the simulated sex acts between Cardi B and Megan. Simulated. Z. This is fucking softcore porn shit on national television. This is just. Women being empowered. Scissoring. This is just women being empowered. Face sitting. This is women just exploring their sexuality, being empowered. On national television. Again. This is 2021. Bullshit. No, does not matter what That is indecent. No. No. This is 2021. You have to accept what they do. As art. Okay. So if Rammstein were to perform that same bit today. Who knows? Who knows? They'd still get arrested. Possibly. Why? Because they're dudes. Double standard? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw 30 seconds. Yeah. Not even 30 seconds of that performance, if you want to call it that. It was definitely a performance of some type. Well, and it made me uncomfortable. Well, good art does that. It made me uncomfortable because I was at my parents' house. Why are your parents watching? It was on the news. Well. It was a clip on being shown on the news. Sure. Sure. Heralding it as an empowering moment. Did I just not say that? I know. So. That's fucked up. No. That is. That's 2021. That's fucked up. That's 2021. 21, 20, this, 2021 is fucked up. This this is the new normal. This is oh, the new God. normal. Pepe Le Pew, 
bad. I hate the. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't hate it. You have to accept it. Embrace the suck because this is what we're getting and this is what we've got from now in perpetuity. This is the new normal that everybody wanted. I hate fucking term. I no, hate it. I gotta hate love it. it. You have to hate accept it. it. No, you can't hate it. This is... No, I can hate it. No, you can't. Yes, because I can. Because that's racist and sexist and all the other isist. <laughs> Pick them. <laughs> Pick them. <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned on Lupa's Bits, I think, because it's kind of fuzzy for me, but uh, I'm blur. pretty sure I, I mentioned when we talked about this stuff that, like, the whole Pepe Le Pew thing and whatnot, yeah, yeah. that it's it, it really, it just boils down to parents not wanting to parent anymore. They just want to stick their kids in front of a screen and dude, let the screen teach dude, them. Dude, dude, And dude, then when they don't dude, agree. Dude, Gen X kids, <laughs> we started that shit. I know. Our parents started that shit. You can't blame the parents now for something that happened uh, 50 years ago. Well. No, I, no, let me, no, let me, no. No, let me finish. I, w- I was a latchkey kid. I knew I was alone since kindergarten when I come home from school. Okay. But if you watch something that, you know, that had something bad in it, violent, sexy, whatever, Okay. Did, did at any point did your parents ever say like you know that's not real that's not right like, no they, because that I was never a, explained to you I, no they never cared what I watched okay that's a little odd <laughs> my dad well my dad introduced me to professional wrestling when it was blood and guts wrestling oh damn I my dad introduced my dad, me to wrestling with early WWF so my dad <laughs> took me down to the Kinsman Auditorium to watch. The original Sheik versus Bobo Brazil. I always wanted to go to some of that stuff. I'd see the posters at the movie shop, and I never got to go. It was awesome. Wanted to go. Yep, that's where I fell in love with pro wrestling. I think, but uh, Dick the Bruiser was still active at George Cannon. Yeah, yeah, that was that group. So we you we grew up in a more conservative time. We had. The conservative upbringing of our parents with a little common sense. As we've progressed, we have become more liberal, more relaxed. This is the new normal that we're living in now. (laughs) We've all been responsible in some way of making what is going on today what is going on. And that's where I can at least be proud that I did teach my kids right from wrong when it comes to that sure, stuff. Sure. But they were still exposed to it. <laughs> they were exposed to it, but I taught them. I told them. I yeah. talked to them about it. I explained things. You know, it they didn't just have to deal with it on their own and figure decide for themselves. I, you know, we steered them in the right direction. Yeah. So you buy a lot example. of parents haven't and ha- and then 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 they get butt hurt when they they see that oh I, my kids shouldn't be watching that well you're the one who let them watch it yeah yeah you yeah. know like I said you look at like Gen X Gen X kids I know we saw some shit I know well, okay we definitely <laughs> saw some shit and like I said we we were at at 
the 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 twilight of the Cold War and the dawning of the information age. Mm-hmm. So we've seen some shit. Like we've lived under the umbrella of possible mutually assured destruction. Of I've got to. I got to put my finger here. This is a point we have to come back to. Okay, you're going to circle back to this? Yeah. All right. (laughs) What is your fascination with the whole circle back That's fucking the Jen Psaki bullshit. She's the uh, spokeswoman for Biden. Oh. Because every time somebody's talking, like one of the, the, she's the press secretary. Okay. So whenever, when somebody's talking to her and they kind of pin her against the the wall, she goes, oh, we're going to have to circle back to that as as her way of going like, fuck you. I'm not answering it. I'm not answering it. And then they never circle back to it? No, they never circle back. We at least do. Yeah. And we will. Put a pin into that. Right here. Put a pin into it. We'll circle back to it. If I keep my hand here, I'll remember. They're like, what's this for? (laughs) No, but we've seen everything. Mm -hmm. And we've really were ignored growing up. Our parents worked. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I yeah, I can't dispute that one at all. No. So we were left to our own devices. My dad still to this day, when I talk about anything from high school. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a bad dad. My parents didn't weren't involved in anything I ever did in high yeah. school. Oh, the band stuff, not none of it. Oh, listen, my 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 parents, both my parents worked. The only thing my and parents t- took notice of during high school is when I started dating Crystal, and then I knocked her up. <laughs> That's when your mom tried to run over the car. <laughs> no, that was a few years before. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen, my parents, they were involved with like getting us into sports and stuff like this, but they both worked. And we were, I was left to my own devices for mm-hmm. the majority of the time. My brother uh, played travel hockey, travel baseball. So we were going to do that stuff. Like I was just like, I'm just along for the ride. My, my dad learned right. early on that sports was not going to be my thing. We right. played catch one day. I tried to catch the ball. I caught it with my eye. And that was the end of that. That was the end of that. So yeah, my dad kind of gave up on that dream. Fairly, fairly quickly. No, it was, it was, for the most part, I was left alone, mm-hmm. took care of myself. I read a lot. So I, I was inquisitive to the point where it was like, I would teach myself different things. Like if I like had a thought come in, I would go to the library and research and do this all the way. I was a voracious reader. So when it comes to, um, like when you see a, the standard Gen X, just leave me alone. We'll take care of it ourselves. That's yeah. That's the standard right yeah. there. So, okay, you got your thumb on something. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned how we 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 saw the dawning of the Cold War and then moved into the information age. Yes, we've now lived long enough to see the resurgence. The reignition, if you will, of the Cold War. Yes, we have. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> like that, that falls into what is old is new again. Yeah. And which is another note. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about this last night. Yes, we did. This one's quick. Well, quick was, and I, 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 what's old is new is again. It was, it was funny because I, I stumbled across that the last blockbuster documentary on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I gotta watch that. And. It got me to like, like, oh yeah, that's right. That was one of the things that that was that was my thing, and 
it got me to thinking I wanted to look at uh, VCRs just yeah. for shits and giggles. So I hop on Amazon. <laughs> and it, it, it's nothing but third-party sellers of these uh, VCRs. Oh, yeah. Sony and all them have moved on. Right, right. <laughs> so the one it was the cheapest one that I stumbled across was like $580 I'm just, American. I'm picturing like one dingy-ass, tiny little <laughs> RCA factory in the backwoods of China somewhere. One, one dude. Uh, two. <laughs> two dudes. Two dudes. One guy to start it and one guy to finish it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can't just pump out VCRs like right. that. So, yeah. And then it was, then it got me to thinking when I was living in Edmonton, I worked in a video shop. And I was just like, if I wasn't starving, I would, it would have been perfect. Like the people that I was living with, like, we did not get along. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, Okay, this is this is untenable. I can't afford to live on my own, and I definitely can't afford to live with these two crazy broads. So, I got I got I got to bounce. So, but when I was working at that video shop, I was so happy. <laughs> I so bet happy. that I yeah. applied to both video movie shops at some point in my life. Yeah. I think I even I did apply to Blockbuster at one point too. Yeah, um, those were. I never applied to Jumbo Video. That's where Bellamy worked, wasn't it? The I, one I don't know. There was one over at Thamesley Plaza. That was Jumbo Video. Yeah, so yes. Bellamy worked there, and okay. I was like really jealous of him for working there. Um, I was more jealous of him working at Jumbo Video <laughs> than when he was a DJ at Spanky's. Wow. Right. <laughs> Interesting priorities there. <laughs> um, we. Uh, I had my... Feet firmly set in reality. In our um, in our early days of dating with uh, Crystal and I, um, before the pregnancy and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We did the high school partying thing. <gasps> yeah. What? Um, they're in a friend of a friend kind of situation. We got invited to a house party. We go to this girl's house. Come to find out. Like, Whose house? Run's house. Whose house? Run's house. house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get there. Come to find out the girl who's hosting it. I know her vaguely. She's like, she was like a cousin of a cousin kind of thing. Cousin? Like, yes. So, uh, something along those lines, right? I never realized that her parents owned Jumbo Video. We go down to the basement. It's wall to wall VHS tapes. <gasps> like, like wall to wall. Did you, do you fall to your knees like Randall did when he went to Big Choice Video? No, because I wasn't. As big of a movie fan then, I was pretty in awe, and yeah. like I did spend a lot of my time <laughs> going, staring, through. going through the oh. shelves, going, oh, oh, I love, oh, oh. <laughs> like, I, I want it so badly, wanted to ask if I could borrow a couple of cards, <laughs> you know, but, you know, it, it, I just, I remember that, and for some reason, the only movie we ever watched there, we went there two or three times, I think, yeah. the only movie we ever watched there was Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> okay, so everybody else was getting high, and you're like, nobody was high. That's the weird part. Oh, so you didn't enjoy the movie? There was, n- there was nobody was high. We might have been a little drunk, yeah. you know. Nobody was like falling down drunk at this point, but yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I knew I was going to fall in love with video when I was a when I was a kid. I knew a guy when. I was playing baseball. He invited me over to his house. He goes, yeah, my dad got a tape. 
of a of the of a movie and it's really cool. You want to watch it? I went, yeah, sure. I've, I've never seen video on. Okay. I've movies. This is the only way you could see it or whatever was on TV at right. the time. Walks in, walk into this dude's house. He's got a fucking rip of Empire Strikes Back <laughs> on beta. A beta. A beta. Damn. And like, we're just like, what? Because I watched Empire at the drive in. Yeah. And when it was gone, it was gone. Yep. It was gone. There were it, there was no coming back. Yeah, they didn't do the re-release bullshit back then. No. And I was like, this yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. It was so it was it was the movie. And this dude, I remember his name. His name was Dave. I can't remember his last name. He lived on Park Lane. I drive by this dude's house <laughs> where he lived as a kid. Every day when I go to work, I went, that's the kid that let me watch Empire Strikes Back on his dad's TV. Damn. That's cool. And right then and there, it was like, video's awesome. Like, I've been a fan of movies yeah. for a long time. And even I had to walk by the video movie shop, the original video movie shop location, nice. every day yep. to and from school. Yep, yep, yep. So every day after school, almost every day. I'd stop into the movie shop and just wander, particularly the sci-fi aisle. Yes. Yeah. I love just looking at those movies. The box covers. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You had a bunch of questions, like obviously not for kids, you know, <sighs> the Death Stalker series and stuff like that. Trying to sneak behind the curtain. Just, oh, no, 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 no. no. no I never had the balls for that. <laughs> Fuck, I, even, even after I was of age, I would still get feel really awkward going behind that curtain sweaty it's just like Ew. oh it did it was so it, it would be an ordeal i'd be at the video movie shop for 45 minutes and a half an hour of that is me humming and hawing and trying to nonchalantly go in there so make sure nobody's i go in i i barely even look at the shelves i'm like that looks good and and then so i've got two regular movies and an adult movie and it's of course sandwiched in between between. (laughs) yeah 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 and every once in a while i think it was uh, i think it was tony was uh, was running the joint at that point, and yeah, he would just 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 to make me sweat. He'd like, let me see your ID. He knew oh, yeah. I'd been in there yeah. enough, <laughs> but he would pull that card. You know, the 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 who, whoever put the swinging doors, the spring loaded swinging <laughs> yeah. doors on the on the the back room was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way that's not making a noise, and there's no way every there's no way. Everybody knew what was going on back there. See, I even remember the video movie shop when it was just the one building. It was wow. a variety yeah, store yeah. on the other side. And yeah. I, I I remember when they took that over. Because yeah. the variety store would stop in there and get candy and whatnot. And they had a video, a, a, an arcade game, a, a Journey game. Journey. The band, Journey. They made a video game that featured their music. Really? I Cannot for the life of me remember anything about the game. Like I feel like it was just like a spaceship, like almost like a uh, space invaders kind of sort of thing. Okay, but it was it was just called Journey, and it featured their music in eight bit format. <laughs> All right, something along those lines. Yeah, the Journey video game. 
Now you might get it. There's a newer game called Journey that was on like PlayStation Three yeah, or something. Okay. Like you got you're going way back. You're talking 1993, 1983, 83, 83 would be it. Yes. Okay. Journey. Not to be confused with the Journey 1989 video game or the Journey 2012 video game. No. Yeah. This is definitely would have been like 83 era. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Journey is an arcade game released by Bally Midway, 1983 rock band Journey had enjoyed major success in the early 80s, and Bally Midway decided to ride this wave of popularity by creating an arcade game based on the group. It was at least intended to coincide with the U.S. tour of the band. Marketing. Eh? Uh, The objective of Journey is to reunite the members of the band with their instruments and singer Steve Perry with his microphone. Each instrument is located on a different planet, and the musicians must first reach the instruments, then make it back to the band ship without running into an obstacle. Each musician's stage pre- stage presents a different challenge. All right. So, okay, I'm, run and retrieve. I'm gonna look that up to see if I can't find an emulator of that. Yeah, it's got to be out there. Once all the instruments have been collected, the band performs a concert while the player controls Herbie, a bouncer whose job it is to prevent fans from rushing the stage. <laughs> I never got that far. Nobody ever, <laughs> ever did get to that. I never yeah. got that far. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, again, I, I, have, I can barely even picture the screen. If a fan sneaks past the bouncer, the crowd steals the band's instruments and the players must reacquire their instruments again in a harder version of the previous planet's challenge. Oh, damn. The game continues in the fashion until the player runs out of lives. That's the one difference of... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that that video, that that variety store had that game and I played it a bunch. Don't even and remember then, that. And then I then then all of a sudden the variety store was gone. They yep. had closed. And like I I feel like it was a really short time video movie shop had moved in. They opened the wall between them, built that little walkway through, yep. and had taken over the the variety store floor space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was there like that right to the end. Yep. I was when there was a uh the satellite one opened up over here where the CrossFit place is. Yep. I was in that place all the time. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was at AutoLive and then we took the buyout, yep. I was unemployed for a while. The St. Clair location was gone. But I'd go to the Queen Street location and they had, um, if you didn't get anything off the new release shelves, seven movies for seven days for seven dollars yep. i went through so many oh, movies yeah. that way I was, I was, in fact that's how i saw clerks for the first time really yes huh that was how i saw clerks for the very first time i had already seen mall rats at that point yeah but i i saw clerks circle as part of that back to <laughs> clerks <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I know. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. I know. It's the new normal, Jason. God. Stop it. <laughs> we, we've reached the great reset. This is the new normal. Oh, God. I hate, I hate it. <laughs> now, you got another note? Nope. That was it. That was, that it? was the last of it. Oh, that was the last of us? <laughs> great game. Yeah. <laughs> um. I got nothing. Yeah? Nah. 
This is not the marathon you're, you're, that... No. <laughs> they don't all have to be. What are no, we no, no. What are we at? No, this, uh, this is uh, 140. Holy shit. That's still more 43, than... 43, so... Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I am looking forward to that game oh, that yeah. we did session zero for yes. on uh, Saturday night. Yep. I'll um, be working on my... I'll have my backstory this week. Yeah. I've got the ideas. I just got to flush it. I want to get your opinion of the relationship matrix idea that I sprung on you guys. I like it. There might, we might need to make a couple tweaks because it does make things awkward uh, with a couple of them. So I'm okay with mine. Life isn't awkward sometimes. (laughs) Well, no, if you want them to have to deal with that awkwardness, all for it. Sure. If you want that as another added element to the game, sure. But you're already, you know, you're trying a homebrew system here, right? Right. You know that. that so you're 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 adding a layer of difficulty that is a little questionable at this point. Yeah. But it yeah, doesn't have to be a major factor. It doesn't have to be much of anything at all, really. But but no. again, I didn't get. I didn't get horseshoed with something that doesn't work for me. All right. my all my my things work. I can play into my backstory really well. Right. right. So, no, I I think of it as uh, opening the door for some interesting role playing opportunities. Mm-hmm. It falls into um, the commit mindset that I that I talked about uh, before about. Well, Right off, like right off the bat, I'm thinking the, uh, the the Brent's character and my character had a one night stand. Right. Right. Okay. Have we spoken since? Is this going to be an awkward situation when we meet up in the game? That's you know? that's that's, that's be the fun. interesting RP situations that I I I imagine that looking at those lists, I uh, I never even really looked into the lists when I got that book. Okay. All right. Okay, I scanned it. I went, okay, there's there could be some interesting combinations here. Right. Like with you and Kearney, the drunk driving incident. Yep. So I'm just like, I never saw that. And I, when it rolled, I went, this has something yeah. to it. So uh, I like that one a lot. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy watching him get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's the idea. I, I wanted to I I understand that it's a different level that it's the it's the familial aspects that came up between three different characters, right? That that's that's where it gets awkward because you got cousins involved. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Arkansas slipping in there, <laughs> mind you. I I feel like I know someone who might have gone down that route. Well, Actually, no, see? there is no. I feel like I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who has gone down that road. <laughs> as Dip, weird as that sounds, dipped in reality. <laughs> oh yeah. So, <laughs> but, but, but it was just I just it doesn't have to be a big part of the game, but I just wanted to. Um, it adds flavor. It's a flavor. It is. It's. It's an aspect that I don't think anybody's ever played with before. Cyberpunk gets into that. With the yeah. life path stuff. Yeah. But this seemed a little bit more detailed, especially because uh, Cyberpunk doesn't have it where it's other players. You right. could possibly work yeah. that in Th- if those it fits. The Cyberpunk ones are NPCs. Yeah. Whereas this one is 
Well, you straight up roll it between the characters. Right. So and yeah. that game that I pulled that out of, that's the whole design of that game is to, it is um, how they put it, something about um, big, big plans and bad impulse control is <laughs> one of the taglines for that game. I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. Interesting. So it was, it was just one of those, I stumbled across that game. Huh? I did like I'm just like what is this, and then I watched I think it was a uh, Will Wheaton's tabletop. Okay, okay. Where he he him. And I've only watched like two or three episodes. Yeah, they were there. they were playing it. it. I think it was like a half hour episode. I got maybe 15 minutes in. I went okay, I got it, and I ordered the book. Nice. So it was just the like they had on a previous video. They they made their characters. Okay. And then they, they had already made the relationship matrix of that group. And then the video that I watched was the start of gameplay. And they were talking about the relationships that they sh- all, they all shared. And I went, oh, okay. I want to try this. Oh. So I, I do like, now again, I got off fairly lucky. All my stuff fits like i can easily weave that into my backstory yeah i don't have to worry about any awkwardness in that respect if anything i'm gonna be making it awkward for them (laughs) yeah Yeah. so carney's got carney's gonna have something like oh there's there's gonna be some shit there and i will i guarantee you i will embarrass brent there you go guaranteed there you go so call that a goal we'll call it (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we reached the goal of this episode. Okay. So, um, yeah. Did you want to do socials? Uh, I can. Sure. I got to do that bumper. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to make that. a bumper, weren't you? Yes. I was if you to. make a bumper, we can put it at the start of the, the show. Sure. And it just, we don't have to yeah. worry about it. So, we part. do have these socials. Like, we have an email. Yeah. You know, uh, the number three, N-O-E-S-P-O-D, at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, again, at the number three, N-O-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, the three, at Three Nose Podcast. And then, of course, we're on the Facebook page, the Three Nose Podcast, where the episodes get posted all the time. Yeah. Spotify, Anchor, uh <laughs> iTunes, Apple, iTunes, Apple. Apple Music, Google Play Store. Is it? Does Anchor link to Stitcher? Uh, I don't know if it's... Uh, I actually heard one of my coworkers mention Stitcher the other day. Like, yeah, wow. Stitcher, <laughs> Stitcher is still a thing. Um, there's there's a, any, any place that you can get podcasts, whatever platform, we'll, we'll show up on it. When, uh, when does the thing with Dave start? I don't know. I okay. got to talk to Dave. Okay. Yeah. So all right, we'll hold off there on was, that one. There were, yeah, there was like one of the things was uh, Steph wanted those uh, some of the pictures that I had posted that digital art that I was doing. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. She goes, I need that. I went, go ahead, take it. So, <laughs> so it was like she, she's she's taking a couple of those pictures. She's going to put it in the magazine for cool. the uh, the next episode edition. Cool. But when that comes out, we'll uh, we'll we'll pimp that one. Sure. Speaking of pimping, thank you for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast. This has been Mike, Jason, 
We'll talk with you next week. <laughs> I'm so confused. Bye-bye. <laughs> what are you confused about? Speaking of pimp. Game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.